Tight. Welcome back to the 3P, the Popper's Pit Podcast. Um, so, yeah, uh, once again, starting a new season. We're getting ready for week one, fellas. And uh, it's me. I got Ben on the show today. What's and up? The- What's up, Nate? What's up? Good to be back. Welcome to What's the up? 19 Fantasy Football. Yeah, and the- hey, and the champ is here with us as well. Two-time champ, Nate. Two-time champ. And no, you're just the champ right now. Nothing in the past really matters. You are currently the champ. The end. All right. So, um, hey, hey, uh, guys, looking, getting excited. I'm so excited to be doing a podcast. I love this stuff. Um, we won't, probably won't have as long of a show. I don't anticipate, but who knows? Maybe Ben can can milk it. Um, I know. I know you guys love listening to the two of us. And then I know you kind of wish we'd replace Jay, but at the same time, I would have a hard time tossing the commish from the show he brings a lot sometimes but uh we're going to talk about he he does bring two back-to-back championships with him every time oh my god all right so we're going to go we're going to go to week one we're going to look at the uh the preseason we're going to start with this preseason outlook anything during this preseason i've not been on top of things football season started i think kit can vouch for me but uh y'all seen anything this preseason that that sparks your interest jay you want to go ahead with well, I mean, obviously, I, I don't think – we talk, We didn't talk about the Andrew Luck retirement, um, which killed – I mean, I say it killed me. It didn't kill me. I've got some – I got, you know, Goff and um, Prescott who are okay. They'll, they're serviceable. But I think not only that, just how it affects the Colts and kind of how, you know, how that affects Marlon Mack, Naheem Hines, Paris Campbell, Eric Ebron, all these guys that are going to now be playing with kind of a, a lower-end quarterback for sure versus – I would say three quarterbacks in the NFL. So I think that'll be a big kind of storyline. I know Kit um, was really counting on Marlon Mack, but I think with Brissett, you're going to, he's, Mack's going to lose some time to Naheem Hines because they're going to be playing from behind. They're going to put the pass catcher in to do a lot of that. I think it obviously affects Ebron. Um, I think it affects Paris Campbell. Um, probably not T.Y. Hilton as much because I feel like he kind of is the, is the number one there. So I think he's still going to get his. But yeah, definitely. That's the big news, I think, for sure. Yeah, definitely Andrew Luck. That's yeah, my, pretty wild. Uh, just kind of out of nowhere, it seemed like. But good for him, you know, if that's what he wants to do in life. Yeah, yeah. Being? Well, T.Y. Hilton, uh, I saw something on uh, the other day. I think T.Y. Hilton was like a half a point worse with Brissett than he was Andrew Luck. Now, listen, don't get me wrong. Andrew Luck was one of the top, I'm going to say, three or five quarterbacks in the league. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a huge blow, like Jay said, to I think the running game more so than the passing game because I think they're going to be playing from behind, like Jay said. They're going to have to, you know, they're really going to have to get the passing game going to be able to get Marlon Mack running. Uh, but another huge injury this year was uh, Lamar Miller to the Houston, uh, Houston Texans. So it was, um, you know, I mean, you look at that because you got Carlos Hyde now over there. You got Duke Johnson. So there's a lot of swinging and players that went over there, but uh, I still think that's going to affect Houston um, in the long run. Yeah, I think I should have learned my lesson with uh, Arian Foster and not went after a Houston running back. They seem to uh, have a short career. Nah. Dude, you've had – I feel like you've had Lamar Miller three or four years. He's been getting you them running back two numbers. He's been a great value. He's been all right. He's been – I mean, he's been pretty good. He's been pretty good. The consistency is what I've got out of Lamar Miller. I just I've got to find a playmaker, and I, I mean, where I finally picked up Barkley last year, so that should change things for me or help me build, I guess, a little bit there. 
But uh, I guess let's uh, – anything from the preseason, Ben, you want to talk about? No, I think I'm good to go, man. I was over here trying to get my kids to shut up. Right, We, we could do this podcast. But All right, so let's go ahead and let's make some picks. Um, I want to go ahead and pick – let's pick who's going to make the uh, playoffs, who you think will make the playoffs, who you think the two bottom dwellers will be, and who is going to win that uh, – who do you think has the best shot of winning that consolation pick? Are we going to do uh, weekly matchups first, though? We're going to do I'm... those after this. I, I'd like to lead off with, with this in the show just to have a little more interest because then we're leading into week one. Let's talk about this before we talk about week one. Hey, I'll freaking start this show off. I'm going to go with my four top, top four picks or teams this year. I'm going to start off with the champ. Uh, I think he deserves that once you're on top. I don't think you should be knocked off until you're knocked off. So, I'll, I'll start with Jazz, the best team this year, just because he's defending champion. Uh, number two team, I'm not going bias here. I'm just going facts. I think I have the second best team in the league. I think talent-wise, going down the list, I think you look at Matt. And then my sleeper pick coming in, it's really not a sleeper pick. But I'm picking uh, Audric to come in this year. Um, I think Audric's receivers may be his weakest link. Um, so if any injuries happen at the receiver position, I think he's in trouble. However, right now, if his guys can stay healthy, um, I'm going to pick Audric as my sleeper pick to enter the playoffs this year. Um, but my consolation hey, we'll go, we'll prize. Go there. We'll pick them all together. Jay, what do you think? Right, yeah. What do you think about the top four? Who do you think are who's to beat this year? Well, I mean, as Ben said, I'm the champ. I'm going to stay the champ. That's my goal. That's what I'm working for. Um, but, yeah, I mean, seriously, though, I think my team's really good. Got a really good shot at making the playoffs. Once you get there, it's just kind of a crapshoot, you know, getting those last two weeks, just kind of seeing what happens. But I think I'll be in. I do think Ben will be in. I think um, Ben's really sold on his team. I think they're good. I, I think they're really good. I think he's – an injury away from a running back or Le'Veon Bell not being good, Devontae Freeman not being good. Um, he doesn't – I would just say going into the year, he doesn't have one of the big ones. He doesn't have Kamara, McCaffrey, uh, Barkley, Elliott, one of these guys that you're just running out there and you know, hey, I'm getting, I'm getting 18 to 20 points every week. Now, he's got some really good receivers that can offset that, but it's just really nice. I was – reading about the like having a running back is like one of the elite running backs is just a, a great sign that you've got a chance to win kind of statistically. And I think Ben could be hurting there. Um, but the rest of his team is really good. So I would, I would put him in. The other one I'm going to put in is I'm going to go with the Vols. I think the old man's team is still really good. Aaron Rodgers. I think Todd Gurley is going to back back, bounce back, carry on Johnson, Odell Beckham. I think Tyler Boyd. Uh, Josh Gordon, who he absolutely fleeced from Ben just a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, I think he's got a lot of potential there. James White's still on his bench. Melvin Gordon, who will come back hopefully at some point. Um, now, he's he's got the issue at depth at wide receiver as well, um, which if all you guys with need some wide receivers, Jay's got some. He's willing to trade, so y'all let me know. Um, but I think – I think he'll get in. The other one I think will be Matt. I think Matt's team's really good. And I also think Campbell's team is really good. Um, I think he's got, with McCaffrey, James Conner, if Leonard Fournette bounces back, if Cooper Cup bounces back. Um, but the tight end's going to hurt him with Ebron, 
Um, Jordan Reed, Noah Fan. He's not getting much there. So I'm going to go with Matt as the fourth team in. All right. Uh, uh, I'm right there with you, Jay. I, I picked the same four. I think the Vols are going to be that fourth team. I think Matt – I worry about Matt's team. He, he's got a really athletic team, but he does have weeks where those guys just seem to not perform. So we'll see if they can put a consistent season together. They are dynamic. I like Matt's team. I think Matt's team could honestly outscore anybody on the right week uh, by 15, 20 points if it's the right week. But uh, And then I've got Jay and I've got Ben, as much as I don't want to say Ben is going to be in the playoffs. Uh, I think this is your year, Ben. I think you've been working hard, man, and I think your your roster has really improved. But uh, – that's I'm going with the same thing Jay picks. That's that's where my mind was carrying. I'll go ahead and lead us off on this consolation. I want to pick Campbell, but at the same time, he's one of those that I really worry about uh, losing a guy and just it really upsetting his roster. Uh, and so for the consolation, I'm going to go actually with Aldrich this year uh, as the winner of that consolation match. And uh, Jay, go ahead, and then we'll let Ben speak. Yeah, I'll, if I got to pick someone for the consolation, I'd pick the next person up. I would say Cam Balls. I think his team's good. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, James Conner, Leonard Fournette. Um, those three guys, if, if Leonard Fournette has a bounce back year, like a lot of people are thinking he will, um, that'd be a huge, huge get for Campbell. So I think, yeah, I would go that direction. I'd like to see him try to maybe pick up a tight end for this year because um, I think Ebron's in trouble. But uh, other than that, I think his team's pretty solid. So. Ben, what you got? I'm going to go with uh, seeing that I picked Audric to enter the uh, enter the playoffs. I'm going to go with the Vols on this one because I can't I can't pick somebody that I think is going to be in the playoffs. So I'm going to go with the Vols. I think he is going to have a good year. However, I think they're going to limit uh, Todd Gurley. Um, I think he's a little weak and not really weak, but outside of his starters. He's probably got one of the best starting lineups there. But outside of the starters, it really drops off. Um, so, if he has any injuries at all, I think he's in trouble outside of Melvin Gordon if he even comes back this year, which is a huge question mark. So, I'm going to pick the balls winning the uh, Constellation bracket. All right. So, this is interesting because now we have four teams that weren't mentioned at all. That would be the Yeti Hunters, uh, the Offensive Material, the Knox Villains, and, hey, you guys like ham? And so, if you're picking two to not get into anything, Jay, which two are those going to be? So, I hate to do this to him after I, I made the huge prediction for him last year and he made the playoffs, um, but I'm going to go Sam as being one of the bottom two. Um, he just – he's running out – right now, his running backs are Adrian Peterson, who is not starting and who's like 40 years old, and Philip Lindsay, who's still battling with uh, Royce Freeman for carries, and they just – with Joe Flacco, they're not going to have a good offense. He does got Naheem Hines, who will be great. Um, as a, He would be great as a third running back. I fear uh, Sam's going to have to use him as a second running back. Um, TJ Yeldon, possible points. Latavius Murray, possible points. Um, but just not consistent enough. If Kamara got hurt, that would really help Sam uh, tremendously in New Orleans. But um, Or Darwin Thompson's got some potential as well for him. But I think overall, um, I mean, he's starting. You know, right now he's got Chris Conley starting. I can't. I mean, that's you're in bad shape. If you're starting Chris Conley. So, uh, um, Ben, what do you think? The uh, yeah. I think 
I'm going to pick – yeah, you, Jay has to pick the other bottom feeder. Yeah, so I was just looking at that. I think my original my original thought is to go with Chris. That's probably who I'm going to go with, the Knox Villains. I think um, – I mean, LaShawn McCoy uh, being in Kansas City really helped him. Um, Sony Michelle, Joe Mixon could both have really good years. Keenan Allen is, is one of the top receivers. Um, D.D. Westbrook's really good, or a lot of people are predicting him to have a huge year. Um, so I think Chris has got some potential um, to have a good year. I just think his depth is – I mean, his his running backs are Buck Allen, who's a free agent, C.J. Prosize, who's the third running back behind two really good running backs, DeAndre Washington, Devontae Booker, Jalen Richard, Jamal Williams, and Justice Hill, who, who's got a chance to score some points. But I think right now all of his backup running backs, it looks like, are predicted to score about 20 points combined between like the seven of them. And I just – he he just can't survive on that. Um, there's just no way. So, yeah. All right. I'm picking Sam. I'm picking – Picking Sam to finish in the bottom. I mean, the freaking gutter, well shit low bottom. Sorry, excuse the language. But that's how far Sam's going to drop this year. He's going to finish last. And I just traded the pick away to uh, Nate, and you're welcome for that, Nate. So, uh, but then I'm going to pick Chris that comes up. I think Chris has a little bit better running back situation. And we all know that in fantasy football, running backs do matter. Um, but I do like Sam's wide receivers. If I was Sam, I would be looking at moving Julio Jones this year to try to get some picks to build for later on. Uh, building around Juju Smith-Schuster, Deshaun Watson, the rest of them freaking put on the trade block and let ride. Uh, but I got Sam finishing last and Chris finishing uh, runner-up to last. I feel like, in, in all honesty, I feel like it's harder to pick this bottom just simply because somebody every year – just gets decimated by injury and things seem to change on the bottom a bit more than they do on the top. But that being said, I think Kit's going to be in the bottom two this year, even though he has a pretty consistent team, he still has the weakest bench in the whole league. And I think if he suffers one injury, just one injury, his luck has run out. If he suffers one injury, he's going to be the bottom feeder. And then I'm going to go with that's the, the other three, including myself, I think they're all right there on the edge. I'm going to go ahead and put uh, probably Sam there uh, simply because I can't wait to see how Sam will react when all three of us pick him at the bottom two of the league. But, uh, yeah, I'm I'm really – the luck's got to run out on Kip eventually, right? I mean, you would think so. Five years running that he hasn't had an injury. Yeah. I mean, it's just – I feel like you're right. I mean, on his bench right now, he's got Jordan Howard, Kenneth Dixon, Dante Foreman, Wayne Gallum. I didn't even know he was still in the league anymore. He's got Trayvon Williams, Mike Weber. I think he's on the practice squad for Dallas. I I mean, it's a disaster on his bench as far as running backs are concerned. And it's not much better at wide receiver. He's got um, Curtis Samuel on his bench, who a lot of people are predicting to have a good year, but – I was reading something the other day that basically the Cam Newton has never really supported a second wide receiver. So I don't know if he's going to have the year a lot of people are predicting. But, yeah, I mean, he's he's in bad shape. I, I mean, yeah. All right. So well, I, I think when A.J. Green comes back, I think, I think when A.J. Green comes back, it'll help him out a little bit. But I'm with you. 
He's got a lot of trash on his team. Some of these guys need to freaking have some fire sales and try to get some picks. Um, but the problem is they ain't got a whole lot to, to sell. But I would build around – I like Chris Godwin a lot. Zeke, um, Elliott, he's going to be there for a long time. Um, where he's really going to fall off is in his quarterback unless Derek Carr can come along. Um, so, we shall see. But, yeah, Kit, I think you're going to suck this year too. Yeah. All right, so moving on. We're going to get into the matchups for this week. We don't have anything to review, so I think that's what's going to make our show a little shorter. But before we do, I just want to go over the picks from last year. Uh, out of 70 total possible picks, uh, Jay guessed 42 correctly. I did, miss, got, I did miss a couple weeks, though. Two weeks. I, I marked it on here. You All missed right. two weeks. Ben got 43. And myself got 52 correct. So Wait, I got 42 and I missed two weeks and Ben got 43 and he was there every week? He was here every week. Hey, listen, just because my balls are bigger than y'all's and I try to pick sleeper picks and make it fun without going off what flea flicker yeah, says. Yeah, we knew where you were Yeah, Ben, hey, why don't you – actually here, here goes Ben. Oh, pick some sleepers. Ben, look at him. Look at Ben. Everybody look oh, at Ben. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jay, you uh, came anyways, in last. I don't care yeah, if you missed two weeks or not. Agree. You freaking I completely agree, last. Ben. Jay came in last, 42 only. Hey, you know when I when I didn't come in last, though, don't you? <laughs> yeah. All right, so I had points in my – my. Uh, I always make a Google sheet of what we're going to talk about and always put the points in the matchups. It look, looks like they bumped all of them drastically since uh, yesterday when I was making this out. So, I'm going to start with our game of the week. Anybody want to nominate a game of the week? Because I've already got one in mind, and then we'll tell you if you're correct. Well, if y'all keep going off what Flea Flicker says, I bet it show me TDs and uh, Mega Flan- uh whatever his freaking name is. Flancos? Mega Flancos. No, I did not pick yeah. that one. Jay, you got to guess? Uh, I mean, I like to I like to show me TDs and Mega Flancos. I feel like they're, they're kind of right on that as we were talking about end of the year who's going to be there. I think both of them are a little more suspect. So winning that first game would be a huge get for them, for sure. Yeah, and it, both of them are. They're both fighting for uh, that top spot, right, to get in those playoffs. Yeah. But, no, I went with uh, the Vols and the Yeti Hunters uh, as the game of the week, uh, simply because the Vols are – and the Yeti Hunters have been, been solid over the years. They've been near the top of this thing. And uh, it's really besides – being close, the show me your TDs and Mega Flancos being close there. I just feel like uh, through the history of our league, we've got one going on here with the Vols and the Flank, uh, the Yeti Hunters in this week one. Uh, two teams that have, have proven to be good over the years. But uh, we're going to start with that one. Uh, I'll go ahead and lead this one off. I've not had a whole lot of time to look at this stuff, but I will say that this is going to be a fun one to watch simply because you got Rodgers going up against Breeze here. Uh, it's always exciting when you see these old quarterbacks playing. Uh, I'm going to pick the Vols because, once again, I told you I think the Yeti Hunters' luck has run out this year. Um, But uh, as far as anything to talk about, I mean, I think Big Ryan's got two solid running backs. He's got uh, receivers that score touchdowns, and so he could score well beyond what he's got. And and Kit – it's looking like Zeke's going to be playing week one. So, other than him, I, he's got three really good football players. 
I don't I don't know. I just see Big Ron outscoring him and outscoring him because he scored so many touchdowns. And we'll see. I, I'm interested to see how Kelsey has – what kind of year he has this year as well. But, uh, Ben, what you got on this one? What do you think? Yeah, I, I'm going to go against you right here, man. I'm going to pick the Yeti Hunters, you know, me and my sleepers. But here's the reason behind that. They got Aaron Rodgers scoring 24 points. He's got a fresh set of receivers, a new head coach, playing at Soldier Field on Thursday night. Of course, a lot of quarterbacks last year, I think it was, what, Thursday nights that the quarterbacks freaking went off like every single week. Um, I just don't see him reaching that 24 points uh, with the defense that Chicago has and the running game. I think Chicago will manage that clock pretty well. Um, I think that's where his kryptonite is going to be right there on this week. Um, and then you look at Todd Gurley going at Carolina with the the weather that the way it's supposed to be. I think it's going to be a wet, sloppy field. I wouldn't see Todd Gurley busting loose for a whole lot. So I'm going to go with Yeti Hunters on this one. All right, Jay, what do you got? No, I don't think it's going to be close. I think the Vols are going to win. Um, I mean, that Thursday night game is always a fear because it's super unpredictable. Todd Gurley against the Panthers, not because of the weather, which is supposed to have passed us um, by by then, but because it's just Carolina. Their defense is good. They still got um, what's the two line? Keekley and the other guy, Thomas Davis, that just kill everybody. So, but Kerryon Johnson against Arizona, Odell Beckham against Tennessee. Um, Tyler Boyd against Seattle are just primed to score a whole lot of points. Um, even uh, Goodwin against Tampa Bay and Ertz against Washington, I think, could score a ton. Um, Zeke Elliott, they're already saying he's going to be limited on touches. Um, now, he, he might just come out and be pissed off and score 400 as well. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Vols. I think he'll win pretty soundly. All right, we'll go to the next one's going to be Chris and Campbell's, the Knox Villains. Wait, wait, have you renamed them yet? Are you going to rename them? Well, I got to get Chris. I can't get him to get in touch with me, so I got to get on that. But the problem is – You're the is, freaking on, commish. You can do the, it yourself. No, I can't change the name of the team. Only the person can change the name of their own team or I would just change well, that's it. That's horse but, crap. Yeah. You better do it by Thursday. If not, he owes double the league. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we – we got. We're gonna talk my ball, Zach Ertz, and the Knox Villains. And uh, Jay, we're gonna go ahead and let you start with this one. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, my ball, Zach Ertz, um, Christian McCaffrey, James Conner, Leonard Fournette. Um, but man, I just don't love Julian Edelman, Cooper Cup, Will Fuller. Um, Will Fuller could score a lot of points. He is kind of a, a banger bust kind of guy. Um, if you're familiar with, like, best ball fantasy, he, he's very good in that because he can have huge weeks. But he can also have downers. Um, but Chris just doesn't have a, have a lot. LaShawn McCoy, he could be great for Kansas City. We just don't know. And I wouldn't bet on it. I would probably be betting on Damian Williams. Um, Sonny Michelle could, could be good. Could not. Joe Mixon looks like he's going to be the guy. Keenan Allen should be good. But, yeah, overall, I think um, I'm going to go with Campbell on this one. Being what you got. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, Cam Balls on this one, too. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of Cam Newton, uh, but like Jay said, McCaffrey, Connor, I think those two running backs, Trump, McCoy, Mitchell, and Joe Mixon, um, probably combined, in my opinion. I, I don't know how, how much how many touches McCoy's going to get, but uh, I think it would be a pretty split backfield there. Um, but I'm with Jay on this one, too. I, I'm not a huge fan of uh, Campbell's receivers, but, hey, He's going with them, so we'll see. But I think Campbell takes this one pretty big. Yeah, looking at these two, 
do y'all think Christian McCaffrey will score 20.41 points? I mean, is that not overdoing it just a little bit there? The dude caught 100 balls. Uh, on the Rams. I know. I know. I mean, the Rams are pretty tough. I read some. I read something the other day. Said if Christian McCaffrey just his receiving numbers would have been like the sixth wide receiver in the league. Yeah. That's still twenty point four one points is a lot of points to be predicted. And week one, I guess they just. I guess they just think he's going to be the target. Um, you know, Campbell has a lot riding on that game. I think if you see Carolina go out and play really well, there's no way that Chris is going to compete with Campbell here. I'm going to also pick Campbell. On this one, uh, if somehow the Rams come up and play some major defense in this one, then it could get close. But I would still probably play favorite Campbell just a little bit. Um, I would love to see Chris's running backs and Sony Michelle and Joe Mixon. I would love to see them go off. I think it would be a lot of confidence for Chris, and I think it would really stir up the league a little bit in uh, in us talking about his team. But uh, I'm going to go with uh, my ball, Zach Ertz, as well. So, that's going to be a sweep for cam balls. Uh, ben, you're going to start the next one. It's going to be uh, Jay. Um, he's going to pick the Nightman, I would imagine. And then he's going up against Sam's team. So, what do you got on this one, Ben? Yeah, I'm sitting there going through it. Alvin Kamara's um, looking at scoring 23 points. I think we talked about this prior to the show. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I think that – the Saints, I mean, listen, 23 and 17 for Michael Thomas, that's pretty much running the offense through those two guys, which it does. Um, but I just – I don't see it going that high. Um, I'm still going to pick Jay in this one. I mean, the projections are not even close in this one. Uh, I think Jared Cook is going to take a small step back this year. Uh, Chris Conley, anytime he's starting on your team, you're going to suck. Um and Adrian Peterson, so he he don't have a chance. I'm going with Jay. All right, yeah, I'm going to pick Jay, too. I mean, everybody on Jay's team's picked in the double digits this week, and, um, you know, most of them are 15 points or higher. And so I don't – you know, you have one or two guys that might be predicted around the tens. I think you might see a little flop in those guys. But there's no way that Sam, with his really three guys that can put up points, are going to be able to compete with the consistency in uh, the Nightman's uh, lineup. And so, hey, you guys like him, is definitely going to get the loss this week. I think we're all going to probably clean sweep this one as well, unless Jay, for some reason, goes against himself. What do you think, Jay? How's this nah. going to turn out? Yeah, yeah, definitely not going against <laughs> myself. But I do, I, I do want to say, I, which this isn't just about Kamara, but average points per game last year, Todd Gurley had 25 and a half. Barkley, 22.2. McCaffrey, 21.6. Kamara, 21.5. So, Kamara's not off much. And then Michael Thomas is at 16.5. So, those seem like a lot, but that's within their range of outcomes to what they were doing last year. So, just something to think about as you're making those predictions. Well, I'm just saying that the Texans finished sixth last year in points allowed. Now, I know they gave up J.B. Don or Clowney, whatever his first name is, but I don't think he's going to make a – well, they That's also the they also lost Tyron Matthew as well, who's a heck of a safety. So he's not um, Clowney's not the only person they lost. So. Right. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, we've got offensive material plays playing losing to Jay since '83, and we need to go ahead and make a decision here. Um, are we saying that you keep your name till when? Are we Are we going to make a rule here? 
I mean, I'm in on it. I just don't want to make the rule and everybody be upset about it, even though I've done that more than once. Um, but if you finish last, you get your name changed, and it stays until you make the playoffs. So, yeah, that's the reason why I changed mine back. Ben changed his back. He's the one that came up with the idea. He wanted to go ahead and set the precedent for that. So, I'm in. Um, I think it's a fun idea for sure. Just, I, I uh, think you're going to have a lot of people with, with names they don't like. That's – that's the playoffs is a is a they make the freaking listen, playoffs. That's a big goal. It's a big goal. We're in this playoffs. Listen, we're in this league to have a little fun, have our own names, have a little creativity. I, I don't like the hey, idea you, of limiting hey, listen, that much. No, no, time out. You get the creativity back when you make the playoffs. Listen, I'm no. the one that should be pissed because I Isn't, haven't made the playoffs in years. I think you only you got a one in ten chance of finishing last. That's true. That's it. Yeah. I mean, you don't have a good chance of doing that. And then if you finish last, you, you still you got a 40% can get... chance to make the playoffs. Yeah, but the problem is yeah. if you're finishing last, you got a bad team. It's probably going to be a while before you get in there. Then Kit, don't Kit, suck. Kit won. Kit went – he has on his, on the belt. It says the Yeti Farks where he won as the Yeti Farks. Well, yeah, but so. that was kind of a – Kit didn't pay any attention that year. He had a lot better team than they finished. He paid well. zero attention that year. I'm just telling I'm just you. Telling you that that's that's not really an outlier. Jay's that's the commission. Jay's the commission. The hammer fail. Don't suck. I think you give it. I think the top five. I think you win that constellation. You still get the liberty of changing your name back. Nah, you win the constellation. You get and you get to change your name back. Time nah. out. Did did me and Jay just agree? Uh, I I say yeah. this is something I think would be fair to put to the league as a vote. You scared about finishing last there, Nate? Dog? No, I'm not scared about finishing last. What I don't like Sounds about like the it, idea don't it, ben. should be with a crap team. Is having, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Ben. You've had a terrible team forever. Um, but anyway, I, I'm just worried about having six teams with a name <laughs> that they don't want. <laughs> well, that's easy. what makes it fun. You can tell who the freaking losers are, like myself. Like losing <laughs> to Jason's 83. I mean – you got to admit, though, that's the best name anyone's come up with. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know. That's pretty good. One, three, six, three, Listen, five. I'm waiting on the day. Digits. Listen, this is what's going to happen. One day, one day it's going to happen. Jay's going to finish last. Ben's going to finish first. And the name of Jay's team is going to become Wide Right. Listen, oh, it's it's going to be <laughs> a long time. <laughs> with the with the team that I got and all the draft picks I got coming up, it's going to be a long time for I finish last oh, place. Yeah. I may not win it, but I, well, listen, I got a good squad. If I'm the commissioner and I know that we're about to make some rule changes, I can make some trades that benefit me too. Oh. <laughs> wow, conspiracy theory. Oh, man. Right, let's go ahead and get into this one. Jay, we're going to let you start it off since Ben and myself are playing against each other this week. I don't give myself much of a chance, but I would like to hear you talk about it. So, what do you got? Well, I love Baker Mayfield. I want him so bad I'd trade you half my team to have him on mine. So, just keep that in mind. Um, Saquon Barkley is good. Dallas' defense really good is good, though, so that could be an issue. Um, yeah, I think Robert Wood – I mean, you've got a good team. Emmanuel Sanders bouncing back has been huge for you. Um, you need another wide receiver if you're kind of seriously wanting to make a run at it this year, which you may not be. And, you know, I think your your team's set up to kind of win over the next couple of years. So, um, but yeah, I think overall I'm going to go with Ben. Chris Carson's looked great in camp. DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Evans, Devontae Adams, 
Jacobs, I think, should be okay. I, I wouldn't like I, – I think Ben's counting on, him, counting on him to be a running back too. And if he is, he's in a good spot to do that. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Ben. His team's really good. Um, those wide receivers, you're going to have to bring it every week because he's going to beat you at that position no matter who it is every week. And so you're going to have to find a way um, around that. So, and you don't, you're not going to be able to do that. So, yeah, I'll go ahead and go next. Yeah, looking at Ben's team, he has worked hard to come up with a good receiving core. I think you, did you get Evans from me, I believe? Yeah, it was like a, it was two or three years ago, I gave you a first round pick and, uh, I think it was two firsts and something. It was a long time ago. It was Golden Tate. Golden Tate. Oh, my God. Sky blue. How did I end up not having gold? It couldn't have been Golden Tate. I wouldn't think so. Man. I, listen, I know my trade. I, I find it hard that I would have even wanted Man, to. you can go way back. You can go way back in the trade history. Yeah. You can, it's you very can possible it was Golden it's Tate. one first-round pick in Golden Tate. So, I've, I passed Golden Tate on, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. We'll look at it later. But uh, looking at this game um, – I still think my issue is I'm, I feel like – I know Jay said one receiver. I feel like I'm one running back and one receiver short of what I need. Uh, I did get Wilson up off of waivers, and if he can stay he- healthy, uh, maybe Miami can have some success with Fitzpatrick down there. Uh, I don't like the odds there. But, honestly, that waiver pickup is going to be one of my better players on the team uh, week in and week out. I don't, I don't think Emmanuel Sanders, guys, is going to have – as big a year as, as I definitely need him to have. Um, but at the same time, if, if I'm staying, I can make play. You know, last year I finished fifth with about the same team. So Nate, you uh, did have one of the worst teams last year per point score, just so you know. Yeah, it's true. But, hey, fifth place, you know. Yeah. You play your opponent. Blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. <laughs> That's right. Um, I did. Go ahead. Well, well I was going to say I did find that trade three years ago. Ben gave up Golden Tate in a 2018 first round pick for Mike Evans. Now, you got fleeced on that one. Yeah, but who did he pick up in 2018? I don't know, but it wasn't better than Mike Evans. He freaking picked up Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley, fellas. Yeah, that's right. But he got that. He got Saquon because I I traded him. You traded him back yeah. that pick. Yeah. Hey, listen, I was paying close attention. I thought to myself, I don't think Campbell's is going to – or whichever, I don't remember. Who it was. Worst, worst pick, worst trade ever. No, made. it really was. It was terrible. It was, hey, it was great. Great. It was, it's what say, has saved me, in all honesty. Um, but, yeah, I, I even liked Mike Evans. I'm, I'm surprised I, I sent him on, but I, I guess I wasn't patient enough. enough until you traded him. Yeah, I liked him, too. And, and when I traded him, I felt bad about it, I believe. But uh, moving on, uh, you know, Barkley, maybe Barkley can come out and score 35 points and give me a shot. <laughs> um, with 35 points, I might be able to sneak in there with a win if, if, if maybe one of Ben's guys underperformed. But looking at this matchup, I don't like my chances this week. I've got several tight ends, but none of them seem to be able to produce touchdowns. Uh, I didn't have Delaney all last year, guys, and, and he's back this year. So maybe maybe I can get a few catches out of him. But uh, overall, you know, I, th- I think Ben's receivers, Hopkins, Evans, Adams, I mean, those are three extremely strong receivers. And I would be surprised if anybody had three as well as those on uh, any team this year. But, uh, yeah, Ben, what's your opinion on this game? I'm going to take – I'm actually going to go ahead and pick you as much as that hurts me. Uh, but I'm going to be a realist this week. 
that's good. I appreciate you picking what Flea Flicker did again. Nothing new. Nothing new. Hey, listen, if I have anybody on my team from Tennessee, it's accidental. It's an accidental pickup. Like, if I have anybody on my team from Tennessee, well, I'm expecting to lose. We're on our way back, Ben. Go Titans, all right? Listen, Titans, Vols, Vanderbilt, hell, it don't matter who you are. If you're in Tennessee other than Memphis, you suck. At this point, you just you, you suck. Go Tigers. So, anyways, moving on to the uh, the picks, I don't like Robert Woods a whole lot. I think he really went off last year. I, th- I mean, 11 points is definitely reachable for him. Um, but I, I really think he's going to be have a setback with Cooper Cup if he stays healthy. Um, there's just a lot of mouths to feed in that offense, even though it's a very high, um, high potent offense. Um, but listen, I, I've heard a lot about Chris Carson coming out this year. Uh, I think Jay spoke on him earlier. I was putting my girl in bed, so I, I don't really remember. But um, he's looking at becoming an all-around back. I don't know how sold they are on uh, Richard Penny. Uh, but Carson's going to get a ton of touches and one of the most prolific offenses when it comes to running the ball in the NFL. And if he goes down, I got Rashard Penny right there behind him. So, But I've got Hopkins, Evans, Adams. I don't know what to make of Jacobs yet. Hadn't really seen a whole lot of him. Um, Jay don't like him. Some people don't like him. He's freaking starting running back to me with the uh, Oakland Raiders. So, um, And then I've got uh, Evan Ingram. Ingram went off last year when Odell Beckham went out, and he was one of the best tight ends in the league without Odell Beckham in the lineup. So I'm hoping he's featured in that um, in that passing attack. So if so, I like my chances the entire year. Um, I've got a lot of depth on my bench, so if anybody uh, if anybody goes down, I've got somebody to sub in. So, anyways, I'm taking myself over this one. I think I will score the most points this week too. All right, moving on to what y'all considered the game of the week. I'll go ahead and start here. We're going to go with Show Me Your TDs and the Mega Flancos. Uh, this one's predicted 125 to 123 in Aldrich's favor right now. Uh, when you look at the lineups, I feel like you recognize more names on Aldrich's team. Uh, but at the same time, I think you <laughs> realize the potential in a few of Matt's players. And so I think that's what, what might be the difference. Audrey's team's going to be a little consistent. Matt's team's going to have the potential to score huge points. And I think that is going to be Matt's story all year. But I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Matt. This is different than Flea Flicker, Ben. I'm going to go ahead and take Matt because Man. I think either Mahomes, that two point Brown, <laughs> Mahomes, Brown, or Hill, one of those three is going to score 30 points this week. And I'm going to go ahead and take Matt over Audrey because I don't think he can overcome. Uh, once that happens. But, uh, Jay, we're going to let you go next, and we'll finish with Ben again. Yeah. Um, man, I just looking here at Matt's team, I, I think Matt, if, if we're talking about Ben's wide receivers and how they're going to carry his team, Matt's are right there with Ben's, I think, as far as just a yearly standpoint with um, Brown, Tyreek Hill, Tyler Lockett, Stefan Diggs. Um, man, those guys are good. He's got Jarvis Landry on his bench. Um He's got Sterling Shepard, Corey Davis, Christian Kirk. Um, they're in they're in really good shape. Um, I think he's going to struggle a little bit at running back, but he's got some potential. If David Johnson goes back to being an elite running back um, in that kind of top four or five conversation, um, Miles Sanders is good, and uh, he gets something out of Royce Freeman. Possibly his team's looking really good. 
Um, Audric's team, I like. I don't. Um, I have hated Derrick Henry um, as a fantasy player for a long time. I love watching him play for the Titans. But I think fantasy, he struggles because he's really touchdown dependent. Um, and when you get those guys, it's hard to win with them. But I think O.J. Howard is going to have a huge year. I think Robbie Anderson should have a pretty solid year. Uh, it hurt to give up Thielen, um, but I felt like with what I had on the bench, I could replace him. Uh, so I think Thielen will have a good year. Um, but I do know there's a lot of talk out of the Vikings that they want to run the ball a lot more this year, and that could definitely hurt Thielen. Um, the big thing for Audrick that really setting his team up well is right now that Melvin Gordon is not playing. Um, he's got Austin Eckler um, to kind of come in. That, that I gave to him two years ago, just so that, you all know. That Ben nicely gave to him. That is actually correct. I, I remember completely yeah. the whole situation. Yeah. Um, You're welcome. But, but he's also got David Montgomery on his bench. Uh, Devin Singletary, who's now the – seems to be the, the top of the chart, depth chart in um, – Buffalo. Ian Buffalo, and then he's got Tariq Cohen, Carlos Hyde, who's got some potential as well. So, yeah, solid team. Um, yeah, really good shot to, to win a lot of games this year. So, But I think for this one, just looking at it, I'm going to go – I think David Johnson's going to go off against Detroit. Um, and, uh, man, yeah, I'm going to go with Matt. I think I'm going to do it. I picked him to beat Audrick into the playoffs, so I'll just go with him now to win as right, Before well. you go, Ben – uh, looking at, I can't help but notice how all these Cleveland players, every one of them's got huge projections this week, except for Baker Mayfield. I mean, what in the world is going on there? Uh, I know Chubb's a running back, but still, man, what in the world? That ought to be, uh, I think Audric has everybody that's going to score in that Titan Cleveland game uh, as far as any points fantasy wise, besides maybe Mayfield. But go ahead, Ben, and, and talk. Well, listen, Tennessee's always had a pr- pretty tough run defense. I mean, last year they finished third in the league. Um, I don't think they've gotten any weaker on that front seven. Um, so, I I like Chubb. I love Chubb a lot. Heck, I wish I would have freaking picked him, especially since guys went down the knee injury last year. Um, but I don't know. It, it's going to be a coin toss. I'm, I'm not super sold on Sanders. I freaking loved him in the rookie draft. And I still, I still have high hopes for the guy because I really hope he does well, uh, especially for Matt, but I've heard, and I don't know how much rumor around it it is, but the Eagles are looking at trying to uh, see what they can get Melvin Gordon for. Uh, and if that's the case, I don't really know how sold they are on Sanders, um, but it just may be the Eagles trying to load their team up as well. Um, however, I like, I like the receivers that Matt has. I think that's the backbone of his team this year, and it's hard to look overlook Pat Mahomes that can freaking put up 50 points against any team in the NFL. So I'm picking Matt. All right. Wow. A sweep. Everybody going against Flea Flicker on this one. Because let me just say that last year, Flea Flicker was by far uh, the best way to pick the games. They rarely <laughs> missed on Flea Flicker. It might have been on average – uh, they missed about, I think, 0.8 games per week uh, when you totaled everything up. So just know when you look at a flea flicker score, even no matter how close it is, they've done an outstanding job of predicting who wins these things. But uh, I guess that concludes our matchups, and we'll move on to the last thing here. And, and y'all can stay on as long as you want. If you need to go, you can go. But the local update shouldn't take long tonight. Uh, we got the Titans at Cleveland. 
And I think that Cleveland is favored by five and a half points. You all know off the top of your head. I tried to look it up. It was five and a half points a few days ago. So that's what I'm going with. I don't pay attention to freaking Titans. They suck. Yeah, but Cleveland is predicted to win that one. Guys, I, I really feel like the Titans are a little bit stronger than they were last year. I mean, I don't know. Maybe not. But Anytime you got Mariota, you're screwed. Well, they got ten. Like, you might as well just bend over and take it up the roof. Tannehill straight trash, He's going to be it. Tannehill's He's going to be it. If our great hope is Ryan Tannehill, we might as well just pack it up and just give up, just trade everybody and get the number one pick. Wait, why would yeah, we they, bring they, him they, in? They why would we bring Tannehill in? He's a starting quarterback. He is a starting quarterback. He's straight. He's a big trash. Right. Anyway. He hasn't shown anything other than the fact that he can't last a full season. That's the yeah, only was, thing I'm he has shown you, man, in his it was, career. It was Miami. Miami was trash. They've been trash for a while. Okay, but hey, they may be trash, but he still couldn't keep from being hurt. And the same way with, with Marcus Mariota. So it's a coin flip. Which one sucks the worst, to be honest with you? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Depends on what you're doing. I mean, I both like of them are backup quarterbacks. In all honesty, I feel like this gives the Titans two offenses that they can put on the field. Nah, Maybe they should. Maybe they should sub them out like every play like Tennessee did their players. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, we'll get to the Tennessee game in a minute. But that's 12 nope. o'clock on CBS. All right, the next one, we've got BYU at Tennessee. Um, Just move on. BYU by 50. Tennessee's we don't favorite care. in this Moving one. on. Hey, Moving on. Tennessee Moving is on. Tennessee was a five-point favorite over Georgia State, too. I don't Golly. think it was a favorite. Yeah, they, uh, they, I heard some guys talking the other day, and these analysts, they feel like it was the uh, the fourth worst loss in college football history. History. It's the, the most embarrassing thing I've ever had to loss. sit through. I had to go to church no, on Sunday morning. But, got but made it, fun hey, of the whole time. But the it ain't the freaking coach's fault. The it ain't the coach's fault. Heck no. Mm-mm. No, no that's not making adjustments. That ain't the coach's game. fault. Crappy play calling. That ain't a, that ain't. And coach's I've already fault. put all this on on the thing. But I was at the game and I was sitting there. They came out in the second half, and I said, I looked over at Brittany and I said, they are running the same defense that beat them in the first half. They're running the same defense, and they did. They ran the same. Their safety was 20, 20 yards deep every play. They, Listen, we got. I'm gonna believe we're just gonna keep talking about how crappy this game was. It was. It was rough. No, the, All right, but they played. They played BYU six o'clock on ESPN. Let's pick these. Who do you think? Titans and Cleveland. Who you got? Cleveland's gonna Cleveland. win. I'm taking the Titans. All right, B, BYU at Tennessee. Who you got? BYU. I'll pick Tennessee. I'm taking Tennessee. All right, uh, BYU by seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this next one's gonna be a little fun. Blackman. I believe will definitely get their first win this week. They've had some rough ones. Uh, decided to play a really tough schedule at the beginning of the year this year. And- Love it. That's that's so, it's weird. Kit's doing that when they've been when he's such an Ohio State fan. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I why why don't he just follow the schedule. why don't he follow the Ohio State model and just play a bunch of fluff teams and then you just be the top team in the state every year? <laughs> Listen, I just thought Blackman sucked this year. I don't really know anything about Tennessee sports, so I don't know who's good or who's bad. I, I mean, those are suck this year, but obviously they've just been playing some really good. Yeah, teams. no, they probably two of the top five high school teams in the state. This so. is funny because, oh, okay. in yeah. all honesty, I was uh, at the Tennessee game. Leaving, yeah, none of y'all had to go. No, none of y'all woke up at seven in the morning to go to the Tennessee game, only to get home at ten thirty at night after we got smacked. 
I haven't been to a Tennessee Ooh. game in like 10 years other than while I was already up in Knoxville just for by accident. I right. found my way to Hey, I'll tell you what, State. dude. I'll tell you what is going to come good out of it. Uh, when the game was over, Brittany and I went around collecting the souvenir cups. So I would imagine those are going to be <laughs> collector's edition uh, type souvenirs at some point since nobody's going to Oh, yeah. Up. Hey, the good thing about it is I will not watch another Tennessee football game the entire year. So no, nah, I will have nah. my Saturdays freed up. I'll be there, baby. I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that was keeping you from trading on Saturday. <laughs> right, but my story is I met a guy up there. They were bussing people in. If you go to a Tennessee game, you can go to Alcoa to some mall that Chris knows. Uh, but the guy, they'll pick you up and give you a round trip on a yellow dog for 10 bucks to the stadium and back to that uh, mall. So that's kind of neat. But uh, Blackman at Coffee County, we were standing there, and uh, the guy that ran those buses actually drove Alcoa to Murfreesboro. And uh, he's big buddies with uh, Rankin, apparently. Uh, and he, he was talking about that game. And I said, yeah, that's my cousin that coaches there. And I've got a cousin that coaches at Carnes – or a brother that coaches at Carnes. And, and we just – it was a good conversation. Uh, but then I also ran into another guy. Blackman's got Coffee County this week. And his son actually played for Coffee County, and he said that he just hopes that his kid doesn't get hurt this week. <laughs> That's what he said about the game. Uh, so that was that was a nice take. So I think Blackman will wear Coffee County out. Um, not a whole lot to talk about this one. Any message for Kit? Yeah, stay at it, man. Who was that? I mean, I, I'm in on Blackman. Yeah, I've, I've yeah, got Blackman in so. those games. Oh yeah. Uh, our, the next one we got, we've got the Carnes Beavers versus uh, Knox Knox West. Uh, oh yeah, go Beavers! I mean, Carnes <laughs> is going to win that one for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this is going to be Knox West, obviously a big powerhouse over in the Knoxville region. So, <laughs> big tough one here go, for Carnes. I've been talking to Chris. Go Beavers! And I hate to laugh because hey. I know what it feels like to get slaughtered. I, I had those. I had one in the season like that last year, but. He has been contacting me, and we have been talking a lot about onside's kicks. So just know that if Carnes whips them out and has success with those jokers. They're only going to that... have one at the beginning of the football game. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get their one kick, right? They'll get their one kick. Hey, here's the deal. Uh, if Georgia State can beat Tennessee, Carnes Beavers can beat uh, Tennessee. Well, I mean, there's no doubt about it. Uh, hey, I think Loretta High School could beat Tennessee balls. It was – listen, we – and I listen. We played bad. We coached bad. But at the same time, we also kind of ran into the perfect storm playing an offensive, uh, playing the option offense with a young D line. I mean, that they definitely took advantage of that. A whole lot of option. The only option I saw was uh, the option to. They ran a ton of options. They, they ran. A, they did. They ran. A that ton is of one thing. Never play an option team if you don't play them all the time. Just don't do it. That's ridiculous. It's an idiot. It's an idiotic move for a college team. It's like playing freaking Yeah, Georgia don't Tech. play Georgia Tech, Air oh, Force. Yeah, hey, don't play those guys. Yeah, Air Force is, is a tough one for people uh, that aren't used to that stuff. And that's why you do those offenses, though. We've had that conversation before. Uh, if you're not as good, a, a gimmick can be helpful. Oh, yeah. Uh, the last one we're talking about, hey, LCHS at Maplewood, we're going to be riding our charter bus off to this game, and we're going to be eating nice in Columbia before it starts. And uh, LCHS is going up to play Maplewood. And watching film, guys, this is um, – they've played two really good football teams. They've played Hillsboro and they played East Nashville. Both of those 
are extremely good and athletic football teams. Uh, Maplewood is 0-2, uh, but they are very athletic. If we can keep them from breaking the big play, this is going to be a game that I think we can win. Um, but we've got to tackle them at the point of attack. We cannot let them get vertical on us or we're going to be in trouble. Last year we went and played Maplewood, I think it was 66-0 to zero at half maybe. Um, they recovered two fumbles for touchdowns and took back three punts for touchdowns. And so our defense was barely on the field. How the heck do you take back three punts for touchdowns? What's your punter doing? Uh, he is not kicking it where we tried. Well, you should have we, just started why going. Why did you just go for it on fourth down after the second? Yeah, I think our best uh, our best bet would have probably just to be kick it as high as we possibly could. No, your kick best it. bet, according to statistics, <laughs> would be just or, to go for or, it. Or, hey, another, another good thing might have been to just kick a little line drive and hope it hits one of the Maplewood guys or in the back of the head. While he's work running after. <laughs> just as it's it's not the same Maplewood team. They had a lot of guys. They had, they had a guy committed to Tennessee at one point, and then and then dropped his his grades got too yeah, low. He probably but went they to lost. Georgia State. Yeah, that's probably where he was. He was probably out there. Uh, Listen, I'll Florida. never forget on Maplewood playing them in high school. The hardest I ever got hit in my four years of playing was this linebacker number twenty six on Maplewood. He hit me on a on a. What do you call that? Uh, counterplay? It's the hardest I've ever been hit. I've Did we even play that. Maplewood? Yeah. I don't even remember Maplewood. Yeah, dude hit like a daggum truck, son. I'll never forget it. It hurts so bad. I don't even know where Maplewood's at. Uh, I have not played Maplewood. It's I, over by the yeah. Titan Stadium. Yes, I think, sir, we did. The, Number 26, son. He brought – no. I thought that yeah. was Overton. That might have been Overton, but I thought it was Maplewood. I, do. I would be surprised. I would be surprised if y'all played Maplewood, Jay. But it is possible. We it might be. Played, the listen, did change that. We game. did not play Maplewood. He might have been for Maple was red though, right? Maple. Uh, yeah. Listen, we did not play Maplewood. Yeah, they but red. Overton is too. So maybe that's why I got it. It's John it. Overton is who we played. The little skinny dude that would. Yeah, a little skinny belt. dude. He weighed about 160 pounds. I think <laughs> he killed me. Yeah, he killed yeah. everybody out there. Oh, damn it. <laughs> All right, well, hey, that concludes our local update. So, if you want to listen to us, you can listen on that radio. I appreciate you guys listening in. If not, go uh, eat a pack. I would imagine you, you all enjoyed this last one, right? Hey, go not, man. It's hey, time, this, boys. It's football season. Get ready. How, how did you all like uh, listening to that Loretta game? Dude, that was awesome. Send it again. And tell me your boy Ben Luna we need that live stream, son. What are we doing? Dude, have you all seen the baby shark cereal that they're out? that's out? Yeah, we got some of that. It tastes like trash. Dude, I'm about to eat a mold. The pink frog. Dude, you know what's frog. It is next week. You know what's Five really days. good? Have you had the unicorn cereal? It tastes like daggum. All right, that'll cake. do it. Hey, it's listen, incredible. Time out before we, before we sign off. they're rambling. Hey, I want everybody to go to the grocery store this week and buy a box of cereal that you've never tried and give us an update on it for next week's podcast. Yeah, we'll see about that. But get the unicorn cereal. It's the best. Hey, well, I'm trying yeah, to before y'all go as well, I do want to point out that, hey, we've got listeners in Sweden and in England, and we just added a listener in Australia the other day. Uh, hey, so shout out very, to the Swedes. I've got a sister in Sweden, so shout out to the Swedes. Then, then Swedish. Listen, it could just Swedes. be Matt Hartsfield using a VPN. So um, that is a possibility as well. 
But hey, enjoyed it, guys. Uh, we did somehow manage to make it 62 minutes. Uh, well, I guess actually when I cut the first six minutes out, we won't quite make it an hour. See you next but week, boys. There. I got we're quarterbacks for sale, guys. When no crying this weekend. Ready to no crying. All right, good night, fellas. That does it for the three P's Five Step Podcast.